welcome to another episode of Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancys. My name is Roy Walker, and I'm joined at the adult table today with my fellow Nancys, Primo Thomas, Matt DeVita, and guest Nancy, Diane Almeter-Jones. With us, as always, is Junior Nancy and the human embodiment of what menstrual cramping feels like, Tyler Cleary. <laughs> today, we will be discussing phobias as we record from five separate locations with fine adult beverages. And with that, ah, is that a snake? <laughs> <laughs> Today we are joined with an amazing artist, a wonderful writer, an astonishing prop artist, and a great friend, the incredible Diane Almeter-Jones. But before we get into that, let's examine our drinks leading off with our guest. Diane, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Two Fingers on the Rocks. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty smooth, gentlemen. Damn. It sounds so smooth. Um, Primo, what are you drinking? Um, I am double fisting a Boddington's Pub Ale and a Ruby Red Kolsch. <laughs> weird combination for a weird day, man. Yeah, it's a weird day, but... Alternating sips and all. We work in the theater uh, industry. There's going to be drama whether we're working or not. Matt, what are you drinking? I'm having a uh, drama-free Tullamore Dew on the rocks as well, uh, well, not as well. Day two in a row. Nice. Yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a huge ass bottle of it, like I think on Saturday. So it's going to be my consistent drink probably for like two weeks. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Uh, T Dog. I am drinking cherry Dr. Pepper with Jack Daniels. Oh. Mm. That's, that's Wait, like the most kosher drink that you ever had. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm drinking a Sazerac bourbon with absinthe rinse. Um, yes. yes, and then there's some different types of bitters and a twist of lemon in there. So, Is it yeah. good? Brad made me the first one, and then I spilled it all over my computer keyboard, and it's very good, by the way. And then I just made mm. another one, but very heavy. All right. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> great. So, Diane, would you tell our listeners who you are, what you do, what you like to do, um, why you're not doing it? <laughs> That's perfect. Sure, Roy, how you doing? That was a really lovely introduction. I am a middle-aged woman who has finally found her place in Buffalo Theater, and I do props, and I um, do set dressing for films when I get those gigs. Ooh. And what else do I do? I paint. She wears great hats. I wear cool hats, and I just, <laughs> I love to tell a good story. I wrote a poem this week, and I haven't written a poem since I was um, in kindergarten. Will you share it with us? School. Um, yeah, I could share it with you. Yeah, if you want to. we're done. Yeah, I would love you know. to hear it. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I have to just find it. I have it. poem phobia. Po oh, well, I do too, which makes it really ironic that I wrote a stinking poem, because I'm like, oh, no, not a poem. But they're <laughs> not again. Why did you pick phobias? Because I can bitch about some phobias. Oh, Same. phobias. Oh, yeah. Well, because you know what? Uh, phobias are. Why am I not doing what I'm doing now? I guess that weirdly ties in. What I do helps to keep my phobias in check. Oh, cool. So right. when okay. I. All right. So when I do propping and set dressing and writing and all kinds of ridiculous stuff that keeps me moving pretty fast um it keeps the phobias in check gotcha okay so now that. that i'm with all of the rest of the world and country uh contained in my abode um <laughs> phobias are starting to rise a little and i feel yep. like i'm pretty good during the day and then i go to sleep and i wake up in the morning or 15 times during the night and go no it's not good yet because these dreams are really amazingly <laughs> <Right>. scary <laughs> and terrifying and fill full of phobias 
and worries and shit. Damn. That, that I can kind of keep at bay with work. Yeah. Ooh. Right? So today is um 30 days in the hole for all of you yeah. humble pie fans. 30 days of isolation for me. And I yeah. still have nightmares where I've forgotten all the dance moves, my lines, the songs. Mm. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. well, I actually have tornadoes coming at planes that I am flying mm. on the ground. Oh, wow. Kirsten so this- hasn't killed me yet, so... <laughs> well, we did have to put all our sharp knives away when my husband, <laughs> you know, started working from home. So, yeah, right off the bat, like, what is, like, your worst phobia? Um, The smallest creature I know, and they're the ticks. Ticks. Uh, ticks. The little Ooh. tick animals, Tyler, right? figure out what that's what called. What are they, insects? Do you know what a tick is, Tyler? Yes. No, figure out what a, what a, <laughs> what a tick is. <laughs> Every phobia is a cool name. I'm so confused. I want to know what the phobia of it is called. Oh, oh okay. copy that. Oh, my God. I knew I was supposed to study for this. Like, I don't do spiders, so I have arachnophobia. Right. Okay. All right. There's got to be a tick phobia. I didn't look it up, oh, but here's the thing. I live in the house I grew up in. As a kid, I spent a lot of time in the woods, climbing trees barefoot all the time now mm. when i walk in the woods boots up to my knees everything's got to be encased I, i'm like oh my god don't let poison ivy get near me don't let the ticks get near me <laughs> right. it is exhausting and i've lost some freedoms but the, i've only lost them in my own head right yeah right. totally right right the name of the phobia they just generalize yes. it it's entomophobia they so just, it's that's just the fear insects. of bugs in general right entomophobia. yeah got it perfect Hey, Tyler, is there one for, like, um, Poison Ivy? Because that comes in a close second. Those two things keep me from these gorgeous woods I have in my backyard. Man, when I... So I worked out in East Hampton for two summers, and Mm -hmm. it's a very woody area outside of, like, the beach. And we had, in the compound we lived, we had four people get Lyme disease. Oh, my God. In the same summer. Dude, and it was terrifying. So, like... Yeah, and I was like, shit. So we oh, check. We always had to check it. ourselves, like right. every day. I mean, we always for- had ticks, but we didn't have the disease, and that's when it went from annoying to like, oh, this is not. This right. is really. So the name of like a phobia for like plants in general. Okay. Since there's not one specifically for poison ivy, is botanophobia. I don't believe you. There Brilliant. has to be one for poison ivy. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Um, I did find a, t- a phobia that's <laughs> called um, Thai. Killophobia, if I'm saying that correctly, it's actually the fear of people named Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) I call bullshit on that. Yeah, Um, yeah. 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 And why would anybody be afraid of Tyler, right? (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's good. Roy, do you have any? I have Dutch phobia, which is the fear of Dutch people. No, you don't. <laughs> but it's a real fear. It's a real thing. It's clinicalized. It what is, but you you don't have that. I don't have it. I don't have it. Uh, what I was, the Dutch people I don't have. I don't have a lot of phobias. Like uh, I was just talking to Brad about phobias, and he's got a pretty bad one with snakes. And I also mm. do, but like I don't like. I don't know. It doesn't keep me up at night. I have the fear okay. of failure. I don't know if that's a... Is, what's the phobia that of that? Is. Look that up, Tyler. Look that yeah. up. The yeah, fear, fear, I have failure. fear of failure. The fear of what? I have two, and one of which Matt and Roy know. I do. You're afraid of heights. Um, um, yeah, fear of heights. So acrophobia for me. Which is why um, he hired me. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> acrophobia, and you also have the... Do you have uh, agoraphobia at all? Which is the fear no, of crowded spaces? Nope, that's not me. But I have... Um, arachnophobia <laughs> yeah that's the, that's the most popular phobia right? so uh the fear of failure would be a ticky phobia 
A tickyphobia. Uh, that sounds like fear of ticks. I'm sorry. That's a lazy right. I'm, I'm claiming that for ticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it back. Take it back, Diane. Yeah, spiders for me, man. That's the reason I will not really? go to Australia. There are so many fucking spiders. Mm-hmm. That has oh, been my dude. biggest phobia. Tyler has gynophobia. It's a fear of women. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what are your fears? Yeah, my um, I have OCD, so like, uh-huh. I've had germophobia like my entire life, and I constantly have to fight against that. So like, what's happening uh-huh. right now is my fucking nightmare. Oh sure. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, I can't even like fathom leaving my fucking apartment. The proper term for germophobia, because that's actually slang for really m- mysophobia, which is. Uh, it's it means the fear of germs, but it's also um, the fear of germs slash bacteria. Do you pronounce oh. that one more time? Mysophobia. Okay. I've had like a bunch of phobias over like the years. They like change because of my OCD, so I like need to fixate mm-hmm. on something that like will freak me out. For the mm-hmm. longest time, it was actually butterflies. I hated butterflies really? so really? much. Like from my Why? childhood, I can't remember. I went to. Uh, one of the butterfly conservatories in Canada. And I was like, so like excited. Cause I like, I was like five years old. All I wanted to do is like see pretty animals and shit. And I walked in there and I had like a full on panic attack and I started freaking out and like sobbing. And like, I was trying not to hit the butterflies that were like going to land on me. Aww. I hated the idea. Um, it was kind of adorable, but it also was like really, really weird. And that stuck right. with me for so long, mm-hmm. just afraid of butterflies landing on me. Interesting. There's nothing rational about, anxiety ocd and phobias it, it's it's that's the cr- that's i hate you words crazy it's just it's crazy that's, it's, it's just and that's, then it's like you get one resolved mm-hmm. and it's like your brain says oh no we're gonna ask with you and we're gonna just find right. a new one yeah. and like, that's where it goes um yeah so i respect that matt that's how i feel about my fear of heights because i know it's irrational i uh, in right. my head no, it's irrational. I know going up into the catwalk, I am safe. The rails are high. Mm-hmm. I, there is like, I'm not going to fall, but I can't. It doesn't matter. I'll get up to the top of the stairs and immediately go into a cold sweat and my chest starts right. to like seize up. But that's Damn, the thing, man. Dog. It's like you can't. There's no rationality behind it. And my right. mom tells me that she, when she was pregnant with me, she had um, a like a bout of she never had a fear of heights but she had when she got pregnant with me she did and that mm, and she that passed it on, did she? right right because i guess tyler could you look that up the 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 are like phobias genetic right i think they are i think okay. there's i think that's a thing i wouldn't be surprised did you know that the sixth was it fifth and sixth i think sorry yes the fifth and sixth most popular phobias they're so popular is sinophobia <laughs> Um, and this is the fear of dogs, which is like not just like, oh, I'm scared of that like dog that might come across kind of scary, but it goes from like poodles to Great Danes. There's people that are just afraid of literally of dogs. But the sixth most mm-hmm. popular one is astrophobia, which is the fear of thunder and lightning. And that is the most popular phobia for dogs. Oh, is that weird? Oh, that's quite a connection. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, phobias can be genetic based on uh, obviously wow. genetics and okay. or environmental factors. So interesting. I, okay, got it. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Roy, I got something for you. So, oh yes, here we go. Is there any? Ra- well, there's nothing rational about it. But before COVID nineteen, I used to worry about being a prop master for. Um, actors in Buffalo uh, in a show yeah. mm-hmm. were always in the 
height of the flu and cold season when we work usually. Sure. Usually yeah. don't work over the summer. And we don't have safety nets in Buffalo. We don't have swings. We don't have yeah. stand-ins. We don't have understudies. So especially for musicals, oh, those were always the most terrifying because those were the most props and the most number of people on the stage. So is there a legit phobia of worrying about giving all of your people you're working for sickness because yeah. we Ooh, handle yeah. the props and it didn't really hit me until we were coming into um, a few, cause I was working my way through the last five shows of the season. Yeah. <clears throat> two were up. One was almost up. Two were in rehearsals or coming into rehearsals. Right. And, and as it kept getting into the news and into the news, into the news, I kept going, Oh my God. Oh my God. There are people in these casts that fit the demographics of people you have to worry about. Right? Absolutely. Right. So there is a phobia for the fear of being sick in public or being around somebody sick in public. Okay, and that that's is close. Emetophobia. Emetophobia. Well, that is somewhere we got to put props in with that because there's part of me that wonders how it's going to be interesting going back into the world of propping right. when mm-hmm. we don't have vaccines yet or... And, and now that we have talked about the fact that we can be asymptomatic, like right, if I'm symptomatic, yeah. I'll back off. But I'm the only prop person on the show, as you are. Yeah. It's just kind of tricky business in city our size. So my fear of, of this ha- started a lo- um, lo- quite, a, quite a while ago, but it wasn't with props because um, props is something that I, I got into just because I'm able to do it. And you're good at it. Thank you. Uh, I'm yes. pretty, pretty good at it. And um, <laughs> But uh, I'm actually like, primarily a sound designer and um my biggest thing was uh when people wear their wireless microphones and they throw their wireless microphones in like a box and then i take Mm -hmm. the box and then i put the microphones away Mm -hmm. and then every single show all of everyone's germs are constantly on these microphones and moving around so i changed i changed the way it worked from where everybody has to actually come to me specifically to give me their microphone i will put the microphone in a bag by itself Mm-hmm. And then and use hand sanitizer, wear rubber gloves, and like it's very brilliant. Yeah, it's 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 just a way that like you will always have the same element that you wear mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. time, and it would always be kept completely separate from everyone else's. Mm-hmm. But then that transferred into props. So right when I started making props and working that way, that was definitely a thought that I had was just like, I need to make sure that I sanitize these as best as I can in between things. And um, Mm -hmm. also like food props is a big one. Absolutely. Mm. If I have to cook things and prep things and bring them to Mm -hmm. you so you can Mm -hmm. use them for a show, it's like, I don't want any cross contamination, even though I'm cooking a million things at once. So I'll take my sweet ass time to get that done. Cause it it matters. I never want to be responsible for someone getting sick yes. and closing right. a show yeah. now it's not just getting someone sick but really you know yeah the dire the consequences like, can be dire now yeah similarly like kind of along those lines like worrying about like this is even like before the pandemic hit um as in a rehearsal process where one person got the stomach flu mm-hmm. and i think five or six other cast members ended up getting the stomach flu like throughout the course of like the rehearsal process mm. but like most of it seemed like it could have been avoided had that actor not shown up the first day when they were throwing up the whole day and then right. showed up and then threw up in the bathroom mm-hmm. where there's only one bathroom that everyone has to use so yep. it's kind of like maybe they should be encouraged to not show up if they're throwing mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. <laughs> like sure. if you are like like 
to a point where it's going to be like a detrimental illness, like a cold, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not a big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But like if it's like a flu or a stomach flu, that's going to like knock someone out for like two to three days. Maybe we should start encouraging people to like stay away. Well, remember, remember, Matt, when we were in college, it was like, if you're oh my sick, it doesn't matter. You're at rehearsal. And we kind of got to start stepping away from that. Yeah. Right. Like. Oh. Especially now, we had a oh, right. We had a uh, an OST of Sweeney Todd, and uh, that morning, three people had the stomach bug, and I got a concussion. Ugh. Um, and it was like all during like the morning performance, and I was like, um, maybe if half the cast is sick, we should not do this performance. Maybe put mm-hmm. it off a day. I understand like the um the the necessity like but it comes like either from money or like exposure and all that kind of stuff but it's also like the safety of everyone else in the show because we have two weekends of shows coming up right we are at the point where we need to take a message break and we'll be right back hey there friends in lieu of paid sponsorships roy matt and i have decided to dedicate our message breaks to important companies and causes in the western new york area Today, I am dedicating this message break to the Irish Classical Theatre Company of Buffalo, New York. Like all the theatre companies in Buffalo, Irish Classical has had to sadly cancel the remainder of their 2019-2020 season. I have had the honor of working with Irish Classical in the past, and I am very excited to be collaborating with this pillar of the Buffalo theatre community again this upcoming season. The Irish Classical Theatre Company was founded in 1990 by Dublin-born brothers Vincent and Chris O'Neill. Since its inception, the Irish Classical Theatre Company has been a pioneer in the area of culture and educational outreach to enrich the community it serves. ICTC is a proud member of the Theatre Alliance of Buffalo, representing Buffalo's 19 professional theatres. Now entering its 26th anniversary season, ICTC continues to celebrate its strong Irish roots through its choice of repertoire and by bringing special guest directors, playwrights and actors to the Niagara frontier to work and to be honoured. If you would like to donate to the Irish Classical Theater, head to their website, www.irishclassical.com donate. To keep up with online programming and announcements, please follow ICTC at www.facebook.com slash irishclassicaltheater and on Instagram at, at irishclassical. If you choose to donate, please know it means the world to not only us here at the Negative Nancys, but it means far more to the wonderful team at the Irish Classical Theater. And now, back to the pod, Slancha. And we're back. And you know what? I've wanted to say something on Facebook for a long time, mm. and I haven't been able to, so I'm going to say it here. Yeah. Sure. All right. So, first of all, don't ask me to, like, hey, answer all these questions because, or you're the person, go through your face or your Facebook names list, and these are the people that are stuck with you in such a place. <laughs> and things. this is a funny story. And I'm like, oh, God, no. But the one that really pisses me off is, hey, we're in a psych ward. We're in the insane asylum. And this is the person that's going to spit on you. And this is the person's going to do that. And this is the person's that Who the fuck that. posted oh, all that? the things you're tagged oh, in or whatever. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. And I've seen it quite a bit during this COVID time, COVID-19 yeah, yeah. time. I am here to say I've been in the psych ward. It's part of my history. Ooh. I'm okay that I was in a psych ward because... Mm-hmm. God, it's got me where I'm at now. Right. But that shit, you don't mess with on Facebook. That's not funny. Right. And why no. do we still think that's fun? Now, am I being too sensitive? So then I don't post it because I'm like, I'm too sensitive. I'm like, no. It, mental health is important. And when we continue to do that kind of bullshit, it degrades it. It degrades yeah. the fact that we're trying to reach out 
when we're struggling. That is so offensive. With my generation, like they make like mental health out to be like a joke. Like people like joke about that kind of shit like all the time. Oh like no matter God. like what kind of it, it is. Like you'll hear somebody just jokingly say like up, like I'm just gonna use this as an example. Like up, I'm just gonna kill myself because of some like minuscule inconvenience. And it's just like, okay, yeah. <sighs> it's just not funny. Like, you know chill people actually struggle with that shit and like right. you know it touches on like what you're saying right so i mean we have to keep a sense of humor even in the psych ward and i did mm -hmm. and i've kept that sense of humor but it has to be taken seriously and i think we need to be more cognizant of that yeah. so i don't know do i shout it out on facebook then i'm like oh the, i'm the facebook police and i don't like being that no so i instead always... i threw it out here so we could bitch about yeah, it yeah 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 it's it's a weird it's also something you shouldn't really type out about. You should talk. You should talk. That's something you should talk about. Like it's it's yeah. right. It's, you know, typing can go in so many different ways. And and then it's the thread, and then it's the thread that exactly. involves your extended relatives and and people from. Right. We'll just let it drop there. You know, the threads yeah. get tough. There's so many times. I know we're getting off on like a bit of a tangent, but there's so many times when someone will, or, or like I'll see an NBC News post, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. And then I get sucked into reading some of the comments and I come across mm -hmm. something and I just want to comment on it and I type the comment and, and then I just delete it. it. I did it all the time. All the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But it feels good to put yeah. it down, right? Not gonna go there. No matter what I say, this person yeah. isn't going to like, I'm not going to make a breakthrough with fucking this asshole by <laughs> right. telling him exactly how I feel and how he should feel. Right, you know? exactly. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want the aggravation. Dude, that's why I deleted Twitter. <laughs> uh, going off of your 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 thing where you get tag tagged in these stupid things or whatever. So there's right. um oh, how do I word this without having the world come down around me? All right. So one of my girlfriend's mom's friends had one of those things where it's just like you, you type in the at and then you, the most popular people that you talk, like your your best friends that are on Facebook that you mm -hmm. talk to yeah. all the time, it's yeah, like, them. oh, who's gonna be with me in blah? Right. And there was one. It was just like at a party, and I was like the I was the fourth most popular. Per I don't I do not talk to this person. This person does not talk to me. I'm not a big fan of his, and mm -hmm. um, I find him in most ways a very repulsive human being. I got tagged in there and it was like I was the fourth one, which means I was the fourth most popular person that he searches on his search engine. Okay. I know Primo is going to get a good laugh out of this. I was tagged as person at the party that finds out that he's got like a like a fake hair piece or something. Because <laughs> if anybody knows, I have very lush hair. I would love to know that about you. <laughs> yeah. It's real, damn it. it. You see that? <laughs> see that? See that? Oh, your hair plugs. <laughs> oh, my hair plugs. Yeah. It's also weird too. Like, stop creeping on people. Mm-hmm on facebook mm -hmm. that's weird mm -hmm. i also have another phobia that's pretty great is uh the yeah, fear the fear of fear phobia phobia oh. phobia phobia <laughs> yeah it's the thought no, i'm sorry it's, phobo phobophobia it's pho phobophobia sorry phobophobia yes the fear of fear the thought of being afraid of objects and situations so that means that if you were put in if you there a situation was brought to your attention that would incite fear to you that you're that you're afraid of it which is actually the way i just explained it sounds very natural and all people should feel that yeah. way but right. but it is a little crazy because it's like if you were ever dropped in that situation you i feel like you just break down right hey matt i have a question for you yeah hit me so like have you had this feeling yet in this uh we're in day 30 is it or close yeah. to that so first we start where it's 100 miles an hour and i can't stay home i don't know what i'm gonna do mm -hmm. and now 
I don't know if I'm ever going to get out the door again. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I had to force myself last week. To get in the van, which had to be charged, my battery had to be charged overnight because it's like 260,000 miles on it. So <laughs> I drove it every day, so it worked, but then you yeah. stop driving and it doesn't. So I had to go get meds, I had to go um, pick up some groceries and come home. And it was like, oh my God, can I do this? Right. <laughs> and I like go to New York City without thinking twice and work, oh, absolutely. do all kinds of shit without thinking about it. But yet here I am going, Okay, I had to psych myself up literally to walk out the door. I don't know oh. if I if I can literally get out of the door. I'm too right. large now. I'm starting to gain weight. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm part of the COVID-19. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Well, it's called the COVID-19 because it's a 19-pound maximum gain. So I'm Max. glad it's not like the COVID-29 because that would be way too much <laughs> right, to gain. Right, right, so, right. Whatever they said it, you're going to stuck with. <laughs> so I... um. I recently, so like my, my, uh, my parents, well, one of my dad, my dad is like 77. My mom is immunocompromised and my grandmother has diabetes and asthma. Mm-hmm. So I actually drove home to Rochester this past weekend and did a big shop for them. And nice. I was in Wegmans for, I think like almost three hours, like mm. doing the shop for like me and Karen, my fa- my parents and my grandmother and it was like a nonstop panic attack. And like yes. in the middle of this uh, frenzy that I was in in Wegmans, because it was also a Saturday, which was a bad fucking choice on my end. Um, <laughs> I'm like thinking, I'm like, this used to be an oasis. Like this used to be a place mm-hmm. I would go to like just relax and get a fuck ton of food that I was really excited to cook. Right. And I'm here like as like almost like a fucking um, uh, like fallout shelter prepping bullshit right. and i'm like this is right. not the kind of vibe i want here anymore mm-hmm. right. but like mm-hmm. in order to go out like i had to do like a step-by-step prep like i had to like get my gloves on at a certain time i had to put right. my mask on right had to mm-hmm. make sure are i was you... wearing clothes that i don't care about are you still wearing mm-hmm. the mask i gave you i used it on saturday yeah <laughs> uh... yeah no i have a. Uh, I have one more <laughs> so i'm like saving that for mm-hmm. the next big shot but yeah i, g- it's I like... gave that to karen yeah, well, she used it. She used... I had three. <laughs> okay. But anyway. Matt, anyway. do you need a homemade one from Kirsten? Uh, yeah, that would actually be great. Uh, um, I'll sh- shoot her a text or talk to her tonight. She'll make them. That makes me feel really good, guys. Thanks for thanks for taking care of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. Um, that's I think that's the biggest thing that's come out of this is people are taking care of each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And I guess uh, not in the same token, but... The other thought I had is like I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to look at Wegmans the same again or going out the same way again. Mm-hmm. They hurt you. Um, but no, exactly. but me. I feel like <laughs> but if at I the same go time, out, I will be hurt and then kill my family. <laughs> That's but at what the same it feels time, like, now. like Diane mentioned this earlier that like maybe we should have those screens up for right. You know, it's not a horrible maybe, thing. Some people, no, it's not people are like I can't wait to get back to how things were. Things are never going to go back no. to how they were. And they shouldn't. That's oh, the thing. No. Otherwise, we didn't learn anything. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's a good thing. I think it's it's good to uh, take time and reassess. When I, I think... isn't when I'm not such a crazy lunatic, I try in January to sit down. It's like a little ritual my husband and I have, and we we get a piece of paper and a pencil and a drink, and we write our goals. And it's uh, like practical goals, like, oh, you need a roof on the barn or mm-hmm. those kinds of things. And then outrageous goals, like, I want to see the opera in every major city in the world, which is ridiculous, but you write that shit down. Yeah. And you just you just write everything down you can, and then you swap it, and you read each other's goals, and then you kind of make a collective list, and 
your brain goes forward and it starts to work towards some of those crazy things. Right. Yeah. And, and, but what it requires is time to sit down and do that. And we have all been forced to, to stop. Yes. Right. And have time. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and we're reassessing our goals, whether we think we are or not. We are, we are thinking about what matters, who matters, and how are we going to proceed when we get out of here? So we're all going to get out. Right. We're not, we can leave right now. I have the fear of getting out. I do too. <laughs> I have agoraphobia now. Right. And that's part, I, but I think that's part of the ritual. It was hard to come into this and it's going to be hard to come out, but we are the masters of our ships in this. As long as we have mm-hmm. our health, we have everything. Yeah. And so we just figure out what's important. And I'm sure Primo, you see your daughter and you're like, well, there's a priority. Well, right. You know, when Kirsten and I have a system now that when we go to the store and I bring things home, I mean, I come in, I take off my hoodie or whatever. I, I take off my shoes. Kirsten takes the bag immediately to the kitchen and empties everything and it wipes it all down. And I go to the bathroom yeah. and I like scrub off, you know, and, and that before I like that. And the once I'm clean, then I'll go mm-hmm. touch the baby or once, right. once everything in the kitchen has been cleaned, then we'll put it away, you mm-hmm. know, and. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, to be real, those are kind of things we should be doing anyways. Like, well, I don't know. I feel that mm. um, dust is important and dirt is important. Mm-hmm. And we build up yeah. our immunities by yeah, having absolutely. some dust and dirt around. Yeah. And um, so I try not to have that phobia. Because I have OCD tendencies yeah. as well. I mean, the depressive disorder issues mm. and anxiety and OCD and phobias underneath it. So, you know, it's a... Like, it's a great, my head is a really interesting place. And that's probably why I'm, I'm an artist and work in theater because that all fits. <laughs> Absolutely. We do need to take a 30 seconds with Tyler, who is the only person who has hobophobia. So is that cool, everybody? Wow. Whoa. Do you know what hobophobia is? No. It's the fear of homeless? The fear of butts. <laughs> really? We should get like a trap remix. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another segment of 30 Seconds with Tyler. For those of you not in the know, this is a special segment where our very own Sini Weenie Tyler Cleary gets to talk about anything he wants. Does not have to be topic related, but he is racing the clock for points. Tyler, how you feeling today? I'm uh, doing pretty good, dog. How about yourself? Well, Tyler, it's been a weird day. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and I'm really hoping you can make it a little bit better by not sucking right now. Eh, my topic's a little dark again. Dude, my whole day depends on you. Yeah, right. it does. So uh, <laughs> so don't let me down. No pressure. Oh, I feel the pressure now. Your 30 seconds starts now. Okay, so I'm going to talk about an abandoned village in Romania called Giamana, and it was a village up until 1978, and then the communist regime that runs Giamana forced the residents to leave their home and make way for the toxic waste from nearby copper mining pit. About 400 families were evacuated from Giamana, and their village was replaced by an artificial lake, and the lake contained cyanide, which is used in the extraction process of copper. A church and a few houses, as well as the village cemetery, are all submerged, and is all that remains of the village today, and all you can see. Oh, it's pretty close, Ooh, man. Pretty good. I like it's that. It's pretty good. Okay. It was good. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's a river of cyanide? 
Oof, a lake, a lake. I think it was a lake. Yeah, a whole a lake. lake. It's an a orange lake. lake. Did you get hung up on the Ray Boucher episode? <laughs> <laughs> I have had scotch with Ray Boucher, and I can see where this segue can yeah, happen. Yeah, well, when we, were, we were talking about, uh, he he said he mispronounced strychnine as, what, however you said it. Strachnine. 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 Strachnine, yeah. yeah. And yeah, Ray said you should go find some. <laughs> 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 and we did in Romania or wherever we were yeah, there, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. um, so it is customary that we allow our guest to judge oh 30 seconds with Tyler first on a scale from zero to 10. What would you give him? Well, zero being crap and 10 yes. being brilliant. Yes. Well, Tyler, we've just met, but it was an interesting topic. It's been an interesting day and two fingers of my bourbon whiskey is gone. I'm giving you a 9.5. Wow. Ooh. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> God, I love Diane. I love you. Matt's going to do Roy, you have to go. Roy, you have to go next. That's the best point five score you've ever gotten. I don't go next. No, you have, have to go, go next. next. No, no, no. I want, because you always do this. You let Matt and me go, and then you're the nice guy. No, you go next. I average it. I'll still be the nice guy. You want me to give him a 10? Is that what you want from me, Primo? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I want the truth. I'll, I'll give it a, I'll, I'm going to give that a nine. I thought that was good. I, I learned a lot in that, and I, I love Romanian history. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Primo. Um, I will do? also go with a nine. Um, I really enjoyed the topic, um, and it was informative, and you came in right at the buzzer, my friend. Uh, yeah. Well done. I, I would really like you. I'm going to give you a note. I would really like you to branch okay. out a little bit and... <laughs> Stop doing things about countries and islands where terrible Cats. things happened. Can I just get like a random fact about hot air balloons or something? Like, like I, I, I know we have. Well, now if you do hot air balloons, you can take credit for it. I know we have Matthew's wholesome moment and everything, but Christ. <laughs> yeah, we don't grade it, though. Jesus They're always Christ. perfection. Goddamn straight. Um. Matthew, what would you give him? <sighs> Be the it was good. I will give (laughs) I won't be that big of a dick this week. I honestly I liked it. I didn't it didn't get finished and it was really, really relaxed, which kind of scared me. So I'm gonna go with a seven point five. What scared you? You were so relaxed while doing you it. Were, like, there was no you sense were. of urgency. You were just like, I'm just going to talk try- about okay, this lake so- of cyanide and how all these people like died or some shit. <laughs> so typically when I do this, my heart's pounding. I'm trying to speed through it. So you I was like, all right, I'm going to take a breath and I'm just going to like try to get everything in in a relaxed way. So I don't feel like I'm going to have a heart attack after I finish because of the adrenaline. It's <laughs> a noble goal. That was noble. It's noble, but the lack of urgency really took away from it for me. Fair enough. I'll take that. <laughs> the lack of urgency. Yeah, you need, you need not, what's that, that movie, um, uh, walk, um, walk Hard, Dewey Cox, it's a, it's a make, that makes fun of Walk the Line. It's like, where he, he brings in a lamb, he's just like, I want the lamb to ba, and the lamb baas. And he's like, no, not ba, like I'm hungry, ba, like I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, exactly but, but you know, with, with that, with, with that. You got a 35 out of 40, my friend. Woo! I'll take that. I'll take that. Still not good enough for uh, 60 seconds with Tyler, but So that's good enough for 60 seconds with Tyler Tyler or a second um, set of ticket, uh, one ticket to a Buffalo Sabres game. Are you you okay? In the 300s. Are you feeling all right, dude? (laughs) Tyler, I say next time it's got to be about a hot air balloon and it's going to go up.
You just, you know, you, you got to play the game. Okay, I will. That's for Diane Almond Jones, you son of a bitch. <laughs> just, bitch. just playing the game, people. Playing. She the is game. a legend. <laughs> yes. So, Diane, who do you know of? If you know of, and if you do know of, you can. We can. We can. We can. Um, you know, we'll bleep it out. But um, who do you know of with the most ridiculous phobia that kind of makes you angry? Oh. <laughs> I had a very similar question to that. <laughs> wow. Besides my besides myself, because really I am the queen. Also, I, I like the I like the the head behind you. We had good times that that thing. Yes. Well, yeah. I am wearing an aluminum lined head of an ass, and I would think that would <laughs> equate to the fact that there's no one that can beat the phobias in my world. If I'm wearing an aluminum hat right now, it keeps out Mel Brooks and aliens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you know I know somebody that's got a. Uh, a fear of flying, but they still do it, and it doesn't irritate me. I just wonder what I did wrong. That, <laughs> <laughs> of course, that fear of flying you, in my have, loved one. <laughs> do you have a phobia that pisses you off? Um, yeah, seriously, the, the friggin' ticks. They they're okay. minuscule. They're, goddamn they're, ticks. They just they just have brought me. They have brought no. It's too many acres. It, it can't do it. Right. And it'll take all the trees. It'll oh, all I be meant gone. like if it oh. embeds itself in your skin. Don't you like hold a match up next to it or something? Uh, no, that um no, that's for a leech. Now when I was a kid, oh. I had leech. I had leeches on me once, and that didn't bother me. Oh shit! Nothing. I'm like, look, mom, leeches. As I'm come Holy out of the shit. lake. And my oh mom's my like, God, okay, no. no problem. Somebody run to the cottage and get some salt. So somebody ran to the cottage and got a bunch of salt and dumped it on, and then we pulled the leeches off. Ah, no problem. No, no. I could have a leech on me now, and I'd be fine. No. But there's something about the tick. So I got a tick. I got a tick a couple, three years ago. And I'm like, oh, what the? And I pulled it out and didn't know what it was. It was behind my knee. And I'm like, great. It's a living tick. Now I've got the tick. Now what am I going to do? Well, I go to the doctor's office, and here's the tick. And they send the tick to the lab <laughs> because oh my god but wait that reminds me of a better story is there is there a <laughs> I saw was that aluminum ass on your head <laughs> wait, so the tick turned out to be a woodchuck tick which is a good thing so you know i don't yeah. have lyme disease but it was still kind of an annoying thing that summer a couple summers ago is i do nothing in the woods in the grass anywhere and i still get a tick yeah. So, is there, um, Tyler? Is there a fear of baby bats? Because I need to know. Baby bats. Baby bats. It's not adult bats. bats. Baby bat or bats. Yeah, but babies for sure. So we have th- my husband and I married a long time. We got three kids when they're little. It's summertime and or springtime, and they're up in the third floor. They're supposed to be in bed sleeping, and they keep coming to the, like we're downstairs watching TV. There's a noise upstairs. There's a noise upstairs. We and I'm like. Go to bed. bed. (laughs) Your child, go to bed. I don't want to hear about it. So the fear of bats in general is cryptophobia. Say again? I don't even know how to pronounce it. Cryptophobia? Cryo... I I can't even pronounce that. That sounds dark. I like it. I like it. So they finally go to sleep. We go to bed. I wake up in the morning, and I kid you not, I look on my pillow, and there's a baby bat laying on my pillow, panting. (laughs) laying there what and he's alive i'm like oh my god there's a bat on my pillow and i wake my husband up i'm like do something and he's like well what do you want me to do i'm like i don't know but there's a bat on my pillow and so he folds the bat into my pillow and he's ready to take it outside i'm like no it's been flying around our house for eight hours so i put it in a 
trash or in a coffee can and I call the people you have to call. And they're like, yeah, you got to bring it in because if it bit any of you and it has rabies, you all have to have shots. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my God. So the bat had to go and have his little brain dissected and ah! find out ah. whether he had rabies or not. And and so I still don't mind bats, but I prefer to not have them in my house. And so I guess I have a little phobia to bats, ticks, poison ivy. Tyler, see if there's a phobia mm. of um, ferrets or like otters or any of those. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, no, those um, are fine. So I have a story of a uh, possibly <laughs> rabid animal winding up oh. on a bed. So um, oh. I, oh. I had a ferret growing up named Tucker. He's a great little guy. I um, you. Fuck Fucking you. named a ferret, Tucker. <laughs> There, that's the name he came with. There is no ferret phobia, but there is an otter phobia, and it's called lutrophobia. 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 So and they're cousins. That'll work. They're cousins. They're both part of the mo- mollusk mollusk family. No, that's starts with M. Mollusk. Mollusk. It's like a clam. Clams. Yeah. It sounds similar. It's uh, Tyler. Look up the species that is ferrets, otters. What species is that? So um, I had a ferret growing up named Tucker. Fuck you, Primo. Um, I can't believe it. And well, I dude, I was like, I was like eight years old or something. And he he lived. He, They're in the Mustfields family. That's what it is. All right. So um, and my my buddy um, shout out. He's actually a listener of the fan. He's a huge fan of the show. Um, he's one of my friends from high school. Um, Justin Welliver. Hey, buddy. I miss you. Fajitas. He will be the only one to laugh at that. <laughs> okay. So, and Diane okay, Jones. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and Diane Jones. All right. So, um, so he, he was, uh, he was, uh, at his parents' house. We were, we're in high, high school at this time and he's still afraid of this freaking little loving animal I have in my house. And he wakes, he wakes up in the middle of the night to like go to the bathroom or something, turns on the light and he sees something sleeping on the end of his bed. It's a ferret that had escaped from the next door neighbor's house and wound up in his house on his bed. How? <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I don't know. No one knows how it happened, but uh, he oh my God. freaked out, freaked out because he has this huge fear of ferrets. Um, freaked out. I did not think this story was going to come out. I haven't thought of it in years. Oh my God. That's a good one. Yeah, he's, I'm the first one he calls like in the morning to be like, "Yo, a ferret was on my bed." I was just like, "Oh no, are you okay?" He <laughs> was like, did it, "Oh no, did, did it snuggle you to death?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was like a very tamed animal. They got it taken care of. It wasn't wasn't a big deal. Oh but, my did it God. smell yeah, like um, shit in your general direction? Ferrets are great. Probably man. they smell like you, shit. You gotta get the you gotta get the the gland removed. There's a gland that, uh, yeah. But when you remove the gland, <laughs> the problem is it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it, Tyler, look this up. Um, I think if you remove the stink gland in a ferret, it uh, induces the uh, gland. I, it's called. A, I, I think that's the slang term as a stink gland. Like a, like a, almost like a skunk. Yeah, but this um, is disgusting. They're they're of this. Uh, I don't know if they're this. Also, I know skunks are rodents. I believe. But when you remove them, they get um, a type of cancer, which starts with the letter A, which I can't think of, but it's very common in ferrets. It's typically the cause of death because they get their stink glands removed. So, but anywho, fuck yeah. Um, anywho, that does take us into our next transition, our next uh, message break. Uh, we'll be right back um, with another few questions for Diane and Matthew's wholesome moment. Hey guys, uh, this week in lieu of uh, paid promotional ads, Primo Roy and myself would like to take the time to shout out some agencies that really need donations right now. Um, one of the biggest agencies that needs a lot of help is the Red Cross. 
COVID-19 has caused worldwide panic and created a scarcity of resources. We have heard a lot about masks and gloves and toilet paper, but we really haven't heard a lot of people talking about the need of blood. Um, the Red Cross has had to cancel so many blood drives in order to keep their employees and our communities safe. This quote is directly from their website. We are working quickly to identify and replace blood drives canceled due to workplace and school closures. Search for opportunities near you and check back often as we are continuously adding new donation opportunities. If you don't see available appointments near you or in the near future, please search 7 to 15 days out. The need for blood is constant and patients need your help. As you can see, the uh, situation isn't ideal, but if you are asking what you can do for your community right now, please consider donating blood. Go to the redcrossblood.org, uh, follow a few simple steps to find your nearest donation location, and give blood as soon as you can. Thank you for your consideration and helping your community. Now, let's get back to it. All right, and no. we are back. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We, you can continue. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we are back. And Roy, you would have to remove the anal sack from the ferret <laughs> to remove that glass. What is anal the anal sack? Is it a sack? It's a sack in it's, the anal cavity. It's the anal gland. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. I knew where it was. Uh, uh, so Roy has removed many an anal sack in his life. Jesus Christ. That's private, Primo. <laughs> stop talking about anal sacks. <laughs> um, does anyone have another question for oh Diane? Jesus Christ. Where is this episode going? Um, <laughs> to hell, hopefully. Do you have your stupid question? I have five different phobias in front of me. This is my random okay. ass question of the day. Which okay. will, I promise we'll have a theme song soon. Of all of the phobias I'm about to list, you need to tell me which one you are most afraid of and which one you are least afraid of. Okay? I can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, got, I still have to pronounce all these ridiculous words. Okay. <laughs> Pogonophobia, the fear of beards. Oh. Looking uh-huh. at you, Primo. Mm. Okay. We don't have that one. How many mm-hmm. do we have? We got five? Five of them. Okay. I'm going. With the, okay. I'm, I'm here. Ephibiphobia. E ephibophobia. Ephibophobia. That's a weird that's like uh it's like a weird it's like Yeah, it's like the weird giant rodents that live in that one planet, Tatooine or whatever. All right. Um rats. Yeah. Um fear of teenagers. Ooh, might have that one. Okay. Number three here. Defecalosophobia. Oof. The fear of bowel movements. Okay. All right, this one's going to be funny because I know who's going to pick it. Okay. As their most. <laughs> no, Noversophobia, fear of stepmothers. <laughs> okay. And our final one, Pitanor. This is the worst one. All right. Uh, You're doing great. Pitanorophobia, fear of being tickled by feathers. Oh, okay, that one, that one, there's no hands down, that's the one I'm feared the most of. Yeah? All right, well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be like, hands Edward down, feather so fingers. what's that, a five? That's a five? <laughs> that's And five. then, okay. the one I'm least afraid of is, <sighs> I gotta say stepmothers, because I don't have one. Hell yeah. Uh... Does that count, or is that cheating? No, it counts. Yeah, it counts. What, okay. what would be your, what would be your second one, though, for that? Um... Beards. I don't know. Uh, I just threw it out there. Beards. Oh, okay. I, I just picked bad ones. It's okay. <laughs> hmm. 
Yeah, but the tickle, tickle's bad. Tickle feathers. Oh my god! Now I have a new one. I didn't have that phobia until. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Damn you, Roy! I'm so sorry. (laughs) We're developing phobias. Come on, our show. We'll help your mental health. It'll be great. Primo, what are you most afraid of in that list? Uh, Teenagers, because they're mean. (laughs) (laughs) Teenagers scared. Uh, And I'm least afraid of beards. Come on, man. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely for you. Yeah, but I can see how stepmothers would be terrifying. Oh, God, yeah, awful. Um, Matt, do you have uh, you have answers for me? Honestly, I don't tickle very easily, so the idea of being tickled by a feather and it working it really freaks me out. Oh, um, fear of being tickled by feathers. Good to know. Feathers. Good to know. I can't. I I did not ticklish. I never really have been. But that sounds like fucking torture. Um. God, and then, I, now I hate now I hate this quarantine even more because I want to tickle you. Oh, I want to tickle it. you so bad. <laughs> and then least scared of? I mean, beards, man. That that's the obvious go to. Yeah. I love beards. I've had a beard a since one. sixth grade. It's really four. <laughs> Matt, four. Um, can I qua- can I quantify that I'm uh, afraid of my own beard? That would would that, that be helpful in having that? Yes. All right, there we go. I'm done that's now. That's all for the statistics. We're What's in. funny is by looking at Tyler, <laughs> by looking at Tyler, you'd think he was afraid of beards. Oh, that was my next joke. Thanks for stealing. Oh shit! <laughs> you set us all up for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got him, Tyler. Toiler. All right, so I'd have to say like the top one would have to be being tickled by feathers because I hate being tickled. <laughs> like fuck that shit. Like I do not like that. And I, I'd have to say my least favorite, I mean, yeah, well, my least like one would have to be teenagers because at the end of the day, they're just like you angsty and edgy and just trying too hard. They're too similar to you. <laughs> yeah, you are. A teenager, no, they just don't bro. scare me. Bro, you don't listen to enough My Chemical Romance. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> I love My Chemical Romance. It's so weird. It's a teenager weird. Scared. It's a band that I don't like to admit that I like, but I just did on the air. So you did. You said it. <laughs> One of my favorites of all time. Seeing them in October. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Probably not. They don't Maybe. Break, also, if they don't break up again for 10 years. <laughs> well, they did that because of Warner Brothers. <laughs> anyway. That's a bullshit reason for a punk band to break up. Fuck the establishment, bro. Yeah, fuck the establishment. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Anywho, um, I would also, I, well, I would say my worst fear of this is uh, definitely stepmothers. Although I've I've been the fan of many a girlfriend's mother, there's something about the power they wield that's just um, <laughs> very scary to me. I've known Kirsten's mother for a very long time. This is a mother-in-law, but she still scares the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess stepmothers and mother-in-law are two different things, but I feel like they probably still fall into the same... Category. It's like, category. I'm your mom now. Well, the difference is, is like mother-in-law is like, yeah, well, I'm an adult. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. Call- I'm not calling that fucker dad. <laughs> I'm a 31 year old man. Jesus. In fairness, I don't act like one. Well, obviously, I'm not afraid of beards. Um, you look at me. Uh, te- teens. Yeah. No, no, I'm fra- I'm fucking terrified of teens. Um, poop. Oh yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Not really afraid of it. Yeah. But now I am more because of the COVID. But uh, yeah. But that does lead us into Matthew's wholesome moment, which well, shall start now. <laughs> Cold beer. Fireflies. A hard day's work. Your first kiss. A firm handshake. Fresh flowers. 
gasoline, miracles, monster truck rallies, butterflies. We're getting a free show. <laughs> Matthews. Hitchhiker. Moment. Ten bucks on OnlyFans for that. <laughs> you want to design his room? <clears throat> Welcome back to Matthew's Wholesome Moment. This week, the question... <laughs> The question is, what is the uh, greatest fear that you have overcome in your life? Mm. 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 Fear of nudity. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, it's gymnophobia. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Gymnophobia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Oh, uh, Dane, do you want to you want to take off with that? Wow, I'm yeah. going pretty deep here, so I don't know. I'm, I um, say I can start off if you want. Yeah, feel free. Feel sure, free. Yeah. yeah, sure thing. Um, when I was a junior in high school, I went to a Catholic school Ooh. and, uh, we had this thing called like a junior retreat where they basically take us into the woods somewhere oh, Jesus, and we have to like do a bunch of like obstacle courses and shit to like overcome fears of heights. So they had us climb a telephone pole that was like probably like, wow. I don't even know, like probably 40 feet high or something like that. It's like a ridiculous, like ridiculous height. That's probably not as tall as it was, probably like 20. Felt like 40. But you like climb to the top of the pole and it's probably like only like a foot by a foot diameter, like mm -hmm. of a circle. And they had to jump off that pole and grab a, uh, a like trapeze beam, basically. Okay. And I had been afraid of heights my whole fucking life. So this was like a goddamn this nightmare for me. Insanity. Oh my god, yeah, it absolutely what was. What was their liability? What were they thinking? What is wrong with us? We were strapped into like a harness thing, so we weren't going to die, oh but I did god. not trust those Camp Counselor people at all. Either way, I climbed to the top of the thing, almost threw up, jumped, and I missed the trapeze bar. Oh my god. And they had to catch me. And like, I was a heavier guy back then, too, so like, it wasn't really like they were just catching like some kid. I was like 200 pounds, easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they caught me and lowered me down. And after that moment, I was like, huh, I guess heights aren't as scary as I thought they were. <laughs> and then we did a uh, we did a zip line over like a forest and we did like a sky co uh, sky obstacle course. So like everything was like up in the air. Right. And like I did all that just fine. So ever since then, I'd never had wow. a fear of heights. And that's Impressive. why I work for uh, Primo now. Um, well, no. So uh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So. The first time Kira and I went to Hawaii, we did the zip lining course. Um, oh God! And I was obviously I was terrified. Like right up, like we get there, we get into the harnesses. Um, they take us the zip lining courses in the jungle. I love this shit, by the way. And the zip lining course wasn't like one zip line, walk to the next one, climb zip line, walk to the next one. It was through the jungle, oh. so they were canopies. And, oh, and the shit. first one was 40 feet off the ground, but they got up to like 100 feet off the ground. Oh, Zip man. lining from that's fucking dude, it was dope. awesome. But like for the first couple, I was pit, like fucking white knuckling, dude. And not only that, but you had I to bet. break yourself. You were wearing gloves Ooh. and you had to like touch the cable. Wait, there was no actual like spring break on it, like typical zip line spring break. No. It's, well, that's the thing. It, this is there's there's guides with you, so there's an emergency break that they'll send out on the line if you need it. But like how you do it is, you have a glove on and you like push down on the the cable, and that slows you down. Um, but yeah. then we're 
Yeah. We're standing like halfway through the course and we're standing on this canopy and I'm clipped onto the tree and sure. two th- two things happened. I'm like, how high up do you think we are right now? The the guide leans over the edge. He's like, eh, like 110 feet. And I was like, whoa, oh, shit. <laughs> and then there's a tree next to us. that's doing this. I mean, it's whipping back and forth really flat, fast. And I'm like, well, look at that tree move. He goes, you want to know something that's going to blow your mind? And I was like, what? He goes, the tree, that tree's not moving. We are. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh. just like, oh, no. And then, and then, so halfway through the zipline course, there we had like lunch, and then the next zipline, you could always see the end of each zip. This one was one of the longest, and you couldn't see it because of the foliage, like the the hanging of the branches. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Okay, so what's going to happen is when you go down the zip." you're not going to break yourself because if you don't, if you break yourself, you're not going to have enough speed because the zip doesn't go at a complete descent. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, don't break. And he goes, you're a bigger dude. So we're going to have to give you a push start. So you can't see the end of the zip line when you're starting. And I'm just like, fuck dude. He goes, and if, if for some reason you stop on the line, still, you have to like monkey crawl on the, on the, on the rope. Oh my God. I'm like, Jesus, fuck. (laughs) So I do it and like, I remember like not seeing the other, the other guide at the canopy yet. Like you, we didn't mm-hmm. cross that part, like underneath the, the, the tree line yet. And finally when I did, I was like, okay, he's like, don't break. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking break. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> so the, it was awesome. The last zip was straight down and it looked right at the ocean as you were going towards it. And it was probably one of the coolest experiences of my life. I don't know why I still have a fear of heights. I'm sure if I actually worked on it, I'd be fine. Um, maybe <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm not like, well, I'm like terrified of heights. I'm just like not scared of roller coasters. Like I'm perfectly fine on those. Just everything else. Well, because like there's work at uh, the popular theme park near here that we can't right. talk about. Well, you can work at a theme park and still be scared of roller coasters. <laughs> he works at Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> now I have to cut that. Thanks for the cut. Um, <laughs> he works at Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Diane, have you uh, thought of one? Uh, uh, no, I think I have some new ones that I'll have to get over, and that would be ziplining. <laughs> oh, this has been parasailing. So, uh. you know what? You have my word that before I am aged to the point of, of incontinent, I will zipline once. Oh, my God. And that's probably more terrifying than ticks, and I thought ticks were bad. <laughs> okay, I, I, have a, I have a couple here. I feel like we've all been able to get over this because um as as a child as 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 children we were not we did not know our surroundings as well as we do now and that's probably why you have the fear of ticks now diane yep but it's also why we've 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 gone away from some fears so that's my wholesomeness not all of us have gotten over this is uh necrophilia which is the fear of darkness Mm -hmm. being afraid of Mm -hmm. the dark it's Mm -hmm. very common in children um, also, another very popular fear in um, children is the fear of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, being afraid of water, it's uh, aqua- aquaphobia. So mm-hmm. I feel like we've all been able to come over that. Mm-hmm. I would say that um, my acrophobia, I used to have very bad fear of heights as a kid, and you would never know it now. Um, I will, not. yeah, I will stand 80 feet above a stage and be fine. And I'm, I'm not holding on anything. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm walking across <laughs> steel beams. I have seen Roy do things that make me want to faint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have zero fear of height anymore. Um, which I guess also kind of falls in the fear of falling, but I also like will wake up, you know, you ever have that dream where you're falling? 
Yeah, you just don't want to hit. Right. And you just, <laughs> nah! and I'm awake. And I fell off the couch, kinda, but not totally, hopefully. Um, the, uh, let's see. Um, so I would say that I still do, I do, I do struggle with this fear and I don't talk about it a lot. Um, so this is, this is coming into some untreaded dun, dun. waters. I don't like to talk about it. I don't like to admit to it. Um, I do have autophobia, which is the fear of abandonment, hmm. uh, which is the, the fear of being abandoned by uh, someone important in your life. I've never, I haven't had it happen a whole lot in my life, but it is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's something like somebody I truly care about and, um, them just not wanting any part of me anymore, which mm-hmm. is like a, it's a big, it's a big fear of mine. Yeah. yeah, man. I haven't I haven't totally been to come over it, but um, w- within my uh, the the rebirth of my teenage angst, fuck you, Tyler. Um, <laughs> I've been able to I've been able to come over that quite a bit. Um, in my That's life, great, man. Not, no, awesome. fuck you. I'm I'm fine without you. <laughs> so, yeah. I will never abandon yeah. you, Roy. That's my wholesomeness. Anybody abandons you, Roy, I'll take him. Oh, Diane, uh, Tyler. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> what what stupid so, fear you f- f- you fearful you, bastard if you talk about we roller said coasters it, he's one got a time. fear of beards man <laughs> uh so for me uh, a big fear for me for a long time was actually snakes and mm-hmm. i snakes? had this fear until i was about yeah snakes like pythons oh uh, i thought you meant steaks like ribeye and <laughs> oh t-bone i <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this was up until about my, in between my junior and senior year, I was at a friend's house hanging out and they had a snake, but they weren't taking care of it at all. And like, when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, this thing is like, looks like it's about to die. So I asked them if I could have it and they just like gave it to me for literally free. And I was like super like cautious, like with like picking it up and trying to feed it and stuff. And then over time, like this thing became my like fucking best friend. Like whenever I'd play bass, she would like dance. Whenever I'd pick her up out of her cage, she would like dart towards my face and lick my nose and uh. like would watch TV with me. She was fucking sick. And yeah, Dude, that's, that's awesome. how I got over that. Nice. What? That's fucking adorable. That is adorable. How wholesome. I don't know. I hated everything about that. but <laughs> So it is time for final thoughts with our guest. Guest final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts. Um, what's going to get us through all of this is each mm-hmm. other, and I couldn't be happier to um, continue to learn more about technology because I think that's going to keep us together worldwide and in our own neighborhoods. And And I love you guys, and I really appreciate spending some time oh, with you. We love and, you. And, we um, miss you. You know, a lot. Dropping really the F-bomb here and there. Yeah, and, I miss you so much. And um, truly... Uh, be safe, be well, and um, we got this somehow. I don't know how, but we got this. We got it. <laughs> yeah, all we got to do is wash our hands and stay inside. Stay the fuck home. Stay home. Wash your damn hands. Stay home. Well, that has been another episode. Thank you all for listening, and have a great rest of your day inside your house. Do not leave. This episode is brought to you in support of local theater companies from Buffalo, New York. For more complaining, visit negativenancyspod.com and follow along on Instagram at negativenancyspod and Facebook at negativenancyspodcast. If you'd like to send us love letters, you can reach us at hatemail at negativenancyspod.com. Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancys is available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.